Welcome to Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the show, and it is show number 82. Excited to be back on live on Facebook. Uh, we're headed to iTunes. Welcome our audience in on Disrupt Ed TV, all of our friends uh, with that programming, and certainly Voice Ed Radio in Canada uh, listening live. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and thanks for being with us. Uh, we're excited. Uh, we're here in the Port Jervis Library. And uh, sitting next to me and coming up uh, very soon, today's guest, uh, Mike Fleming. Mike is uh, a member of the New York Air National Guard Air Crew Flight Equipment Tech. That's a mouthful right there, uh, but cool stuff uh, he is doing with the National Guard. We're going to talk to Mike about leadership. We're going to talk to Mike about his family, um, his time in the Persian Gulf and and. Uh, different aspects of the military. So we'll be uh, meeting uh, Mike here in just a minute. Before we get started, I would like to give a shout out to today's sponsor of the show, and that is Rocketbook. If you have not heard of what Rocketbook is, uh, this might be a great opportunity to do so. Uh, but basically, it looks like a notebook, right? And it is a notebook, but it's a different kind of notebook. I got my show notes on here. And uh, what makes Rocketbook different? First of all, it's got this cool plastic uh, hard cover here. But what makes this different than a regular notebook? When I'm done taking my notes uh, on the show, I'm going to have a full page of notes. I am able to take my cell phone with the book here and scan the book. And I can send it to any one of a number of sources. I could send it to my Google Drive, my email, a text message. Uh, and basically, it saves all your notes, right? It's fantastic. And then when you're done, you can take a little uh, wet cloth and just wipe these down. So I know Mike Fleming is going to give me a wealth of information about leadership uh, and some of his stories in his lifetime. And I am going to write them here during the show. And when I'm done, I'm going to scan this and it's going to go to my Google Drive. And I won't have a bunch of papers floating around. I won't lose it. And I'll be able to scan it and document it and uh, learn from those notes. So I do want to thank Rocketbook for um, uh, sponsoring today's show. Certainly, you can learn more about them at Rocketbook.com. Uh, Google them. They're on Amazon. And if you look at those reviews on Amazon, uh, it is pretty high up. As an educator and that somebody, my wife will testify that I can lose things from time to time. This is a great way to uh, keep your uh, things uh, in order. My friend Elaine is asking a question. Yes, Elaine, it's one page at a time. So, but I'm, I plan on filling both of these and then you can scan these in as individual documents right to your Google Drive. Very cool. Thanks, Rocketbook, for sponsoring the show. And uh, again, check them out online. Uh, they're a friend of the program here. So let's get started. Uh, again, if you are watching live, uh, I got my mom watching live. She's our biggest show, a uh, fan of the show. Thanks, mom, for tuning in. She stepped away from the NCAA tournament. Her, her St. John's Redmen lost last night, so she's uh, a little down. But uh, thanks for tuning in, Mom. So who packs your parachute? That is the theme of today's show. That's the opening concept of today's show. As you know, I'm a high school principal, 
And I got a big team that I work with, a lot of staff, uh, teachers, secretary, uh, uh, custodians, monitors. There's, we have a ton of staff there, all doing great work for Port Jervis. And each day, each one of those individuals has a different role, right? They have a different job. And, you know, certainly do your job, take care of your business, take care of your responsibilities. And all of those people are help getting things ready for Port Jervis for our students, right? And, and getting things ready for them and making sure the school runs smoothly. And then your inner, your inner group, right? Those that work closest to you that help you prepare for things, that get things ready for you, to make sure things are up and running. Those are the people that are packing your parachute. And what type of relationship do you want to have with those people? What kind of relationship should you have and do you need to have to be a successful leader in whatever kind of work you're doing? Uh, we're certainly going to talk to Mike about his work and, and, and what he's doing. Um, but, you know, it, it brings me back to the, the quote, right? You are only as good as the people that you surround yourself with. And sometimes you get to choose those people and sometimes you don't. And it works. Sometimes you don't. But you want to have that inner core team of yours, those people that are packing your parachute to be the top notch. Right. We've all heard that saying, too, about the, the people that you would want to be in a foxhole with. You know, I've gotten to know Mike over the years here, and he's somebody that I would want to be with because uh, I've seen him in uh, calm settings. Right. In our kids ball games. Uh, but I also know some of the work he does in the military and, and, and what he does for others. Um, those people should be trustworthy, responsible, loyal, and certainly competent at their jobs, right? So if there is an emergency, if something does need to be done, that you know that those people are taking the right steps to help protect not only you, but also your, your whole organization. Um, my good friend, Francis Sellis, is, he's a cardiologist. And uh, I asked him one time, I asked him the question. I said, Francis, what if he told me when he goes into a surgery or he goes into a procedure with someone, he goes into the hospital room and he has all of the people that are going to be involved in the procedure lined up uh, to meet the patient. And they each introduce themselves and they each describe to the patient the role that they are doing. And I asked him one time, I said, Francis, what if you don't have 100% confidence in that person, or you you think that person might mess something up, right? That, that could really hurt the surgery, you know, and you feel that deep down inside. He said, Angel, let me stop you right there. They wouldn't even be in the room. And I was like, wow, you know, you want that, you want to hear that from the cardiologist, right? That there's not going to be a mistake there. And that, that really hit home to me that his team, those people packing his parachute, he knows are 100% uh, invested in what they're doing. So I, uh, we're going to meet Mike here right now. And Mike is literally one of the duties he does is pack those parachutes uh, on some of those gigantic planes. I talk too much. Let's welcome in uh, Mike Fleming to the program. Come on in, Mike. Scoot right, on no, over. Get close here. Yeah. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. It's great to be here. This Absolutely. is Mike, Mike Fleming, everyone. Uh, did this slide up? Oh, I slid that up. There we go. This is Mike Fleming. Mike is a member of the Air National Guard in New York yes, sir. Uh, and part of the Flight uh, Equipment Tech Group. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, that's, a, crew, that's air, a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Air crew flight equipment. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So in layman's term, Mike, tell me what that is. And, and someone that doesn't know all those technical terms, you know, what is it that is your role there uh, at Stewart Air Force Base? 
Well, certainly on the C-17, it's configured uh, for the crew and the passengers. So certainly for the crew members, you they have their helmets, their oxygen masks, their night vision goggles, their helmets. And also, you know, for the cargo, you have, you know, flotation or things of that nature. So any kind of life surviving equipment, uh, we do the inspections, we test them, make sure they're serviceable um, and, uh, and they're ready to go. So we make sure everything that's on there that supports the crew and, you know, God forbid it ever gets, you know, crashes or gets shot down, that they have the survival equipment ready to go. Hopefully never, hopefully never have to use it, but if they have to, you want to make sure that it's working and it's ready to go. And before that flight goes off, Mike, or before that mission goes off, tell me about the dialogue that you would have. Is it with the captain? Is it with the crew? How, tell me about that pre-flight. Well, all of them, really. I mean, all the five crew members, um, we have a form on board the aircraft that has almost like a list of everything that's on there. And we make sure all oh, that's good to go. As far as inspection, make sure it's serviceable. And then if the if the pilot or co-pilot or the other crew members, if they have any questions about their gear, uh, we also train them as well. So you have that dialogue with the crew if there's any issues. Uh, we make sure we fix it right then and there. I mean, the engines are running. If we got to go out there and fix any kind of minor discrepancy, um, then we'll go ahead and do that. So they can call us in on a drop of a dime. They're ready to go and just start, ready to roll out. We'll head out there and make sure they're ready to go. So we want to make sure that crew is all set. Mike's taking care of it. Mike, scoot in here so you're a little close. I won't bite you, I promise. No, no. All right. Um, Mike, you heard the opening concept, right? You know, in my, my line of business, all the people that help run the school, uh, that help take care of me, the behind-the-scenes people, you know, what did you think of that opening concept in terms of making a team be successful? Well, talking about who's packing your parachute, right? And, and certainly, you know, what you touched on, the supporting cast. I mean, it it's very important, certainly in the New York Air National Guard, uh, for certain. You, you're only strong as your weakest link. So it's a, it's a total team effort, certainly packing your parachute for one, and any job you do. So you need people to be um, looking out for you for, for the, the, the common goal, you know, for the education of young kids or making sure that the crew has all the equipment they need. So, no, it's extremely important. Because I need some help, too. I need to reach out to senior members or even some of the uh, younger airmen. You know, they have bright ideas and, you know, I certainly reach out to them. It doesn't matter, you know, what rank or how old or how old or how young. Mm -hmm. I'm certainly look for their feedback as well. How many flights a day, Mike, are, are you working that are, that are coming in and out of there? Well, I mean, it varies certainly, but there's certainly a few. You know, we stay pretty busy, as okay. you can imagine. Um, you know, with, you know, cargo, cargo's got to move. So uh, we we're certainly uh, spearheading those operations for sure. Okay. That's a lot of fun. Michael, I know before you joined uh, the New York Air National Guard, you've had some military experience and, and uh, a variety, right? You've been in the Navy, uh, you've been in the Coast Guard, uh, and now you're with the National Guard. Yeah, you know? yeah. If I just joined the Marines and Army, I guess uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be all set. Full but, circle. Uh, yeah. But tell me about yeah. some of the different experiences and, and why maybe you, you moved from, from one, is it division? I don't want to say the wrong oh, thing. Oh, no. I mean, why, just, why would you move? I think, you know, initially... Um, not, you know, from a, a kid, you know, that was barely made out of high school. I was, you know, getting in trouble, no direction, not sure what I wanted to do. Um, you know, the military was my ticket out. It was, uh, I, you know, I come from a family uh, with a long military history. Mm -hmm. So I looked at their examples. I see where they were at in their life. And I was like, you know what? I could do that too. Even though I had some doubters, you know, throughout my life, like uh, he's not going to make it or he's not going to get past boot camp. Um, so that, dro that drove me to do so. But the Navy was my first choice. My grandfather was a World War II vet. 